Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, hopefully it's more than just one more time, but it is nice here on a Friday to say good morning to everybody and Got a lot of stuff going on. Got a big old show lined up here before we get into uh, next week and Super Bowl week and all the hype and matchups and what everybody thinks. And we'll get into what what a game manager will pop up. We'll have a lot of Purdy and the game manager and his guys will defend him and he'll say, screw you, I'm in the Super Bowl, what about you? And And then the Mahomes and Brady stuff will pop up, which by the way, it's just way too early for that topic. It's just way too early. And, and and what Mahomes has done, he's clearly the best quarterback in football. I agree. Uh, screw the regular season numbers. What he's doing with what he plays with, uh, I'm with you. you. You don't have to sell me. You don't have to sell anybody on it. But, but calm down on, on the Tom Brady stuff. And, and by the way, we do have some Tom Brady stuff. Um, I haven't met Tom Brady's father, but I want to. <laughs> he... I, you know what? I'm guessing Tom just says to to his dad, "Hey, dad, go do whatever you want. I'm done playing. You 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 want to call Boston radio stations or talk to your favorite writers that you've known forever? I I know they go up to you and want to get information about me. And now that I'm not playing for Belichick, just just let it rip. W- whatever you want to say. And uh, so we'll get into some of that, which is is just I, I love it. There's something about a Northern California family that's. That was just beautiful to hear. So we have uh, a lot to get to. Congratulations to Bam. He's uh, going to uh, the NBA All-Star game last night. TNT had their uh, reserves on there. Good to see Bam going. Uh, Chris Shula. Now that is Don Shula's grandson, who my son is good friends with and went to high school with uh, at St. Thomas Aquinas many, many years ago. Uh, was going to interview for the Miami Dolphins job. Now, I don't know if he officially came down here for the Thursday interview or not, but it really doesn't matter because Sean McVay has made him the defensive coordinator for the Rams. said, I'm not losing one of my top assistants. They've been together for a long time. And uh, Sean McVay still one of the top head coaches in the business, still stays competitive. What happened to that drop-off everybody told me about? They went all in to win, and they were going to suck for – Really badly for a long time. Hmm. I haven't seen that yet. But anyway, um, so so Chris, uh, congratulations to him as uh, he'll get a defensive coordinator, stay with the, with the Rams, who who have themselves a, a a nice football team right now. We uh, we have that, and so if you're wondering uh, about the Chris Shula story, I, I believe that happened last night. That uh, 
Sean McVay said, no, no, you're not going anywhere. If you're going out there for the defensive coordinator job, uh, stay right here in L.A. and uh, and do it for me, for the Rams and and all that stuff. So we uh, we have all that. We, we've got um, a bunch of uh, – th- this Vic Fangio stuff just – it doesn't go away, and now it's he said and she said. Drew Rosenhaus got involved Sunday night and said, yeah, a lot of guys don't like him. I was actually a little surprised Drew did that, by the way. Um, although he doesn't deal with coaches, he deals with GMs and, and head coaches. Uh, but, yeah, said, hey, listen, a lot of guys, there were some guys that liked him. You could probably guess the guys that play well are usually the guys that like their coaches. Um and uh, then there were a lot of guys that didn't like him, and we also know who some of those guys are, and uh, and so it goes goes back and forth. L- listen, it's just so many different parts, and I had a few of my old teammates call me, and you know we got into the guys that we liked and didn't like when we played for them, and and yeah, it's not. Shula was never worried about you liking him, uh, and I know the game's completely changed from a hundred years ago. I I understand that it, it's not close to the same. But it is almost impossible to always like your coach. It's just – it's kind of like being in a relationship, Woody. You, you got days where – like right now, my wife is is not a big Joe Rose fan. And, and, and I don't think she's going anywhere, but she is just kind of I, – I can see she needs a break. Like this this last couple of weeks we've been together a lot. and uh, and And I understand that, you know – I'm a pain in the ass. I, I do understand that. And I talk and I say things at the wrong time. Terrible timing guy for comments. I, I'm one of the worst. But but I understand that. And so you're not going to like the guys you're working with all the time. It's just not, not going to happen. And uh, and and so if, if that's what it's about, I, I, I just agree. I know everybody's now written an article about Vic Fangio and the Mike McDaniel breakup. And Dave Hyde will join us a little bit later on because he was interested in, in the whole thing and this one-year deal that uh, I, I'm sure by the time they got together <clears throat> after that game and flew home from Kansas City where they got their ass kicked, I'm guessing by that time Vic was like they, – they literally only said like three words to at each other and they went, yeah, <laughs> this relationship's over. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. Thanks for what you did. Yeah, yeah, and thank you for the job and – and you know, I, I, I'm, but I, I'm moving on. Matter of fact, you probably guessed I got a job all lined up in Philly. I just got to get out of this one. Yeah, no, no problem, no problem. And, and by the way, to Mike McDaniel's credit, Mike McDaniel, like man, I I can't thank Vic enough for all the great stuff he did. I mean, the stuff, and I do think Vic did some things, and and uh, and the offensive coaching staff got to see some of the things they did to cover up when they were getting banged up and hanging around in games like they did against the Buffalo Bills, sitting there with a seven-point lead going into the fourth quarter and uh, with an amazing amount of players injured. And and so Vic did do some really good things. They set some records, they, you know, most sacks in a season, Vic, Vic's uh, defense. And so they put together some, some nice things. But I, I'm guessing, and, and this is just my guess, this is actually not one thing that I'm that I know for a fact and – and I don't want to get anybody in trouble. This is just my observation after being around Vic and Mike both. Vic did not like Mike's style of, of coaching. Just, just my guess. Did not like the 
the always over-the-top positive stuff with the team, no matter what happened. Hey, we only lost by seven, but I'm so proud of you guys the way you came back. And, hey, we're going to learn from this, and I can't wait to get back to work with you guys. And I, I just feel like Grumpy Vic just sat back and goes, no, no, that's that's not how this, this is going to work on this defensive side. These frigging guys are going to know, hey, that's not acceptable, and we got to play better, and and, uh, and so there's been comments come out and, and the whole thing that we've beaten up and I've beaten up for the last couple of days since I've, I've been back. But before I left, I, I did predict that, uh, that that was a divorce in the making real quickly. And, and uh, a lot of people thought Vic was going back to Philly and that was in the works after the collapse of uh, the Eagles on both sides of the football. That was going to happen. But um, there's going to be a lot of comments. There's going to be a lot more. I notice now some of the national guys are coming out saying Vic wouldn't give up game plan uh, to his coaches to give to the players. He wanted to do everything directly and told those guys, just coach them up, but I'm going to do everything. I don't know, man. Everybody's talking about the old school stuff and you got to catch up with the times and you got to communicate better today than you used to. This is, uh, we're no longer, if you're in your 60s, you can't do it the way it was done to you by your parents. It's a new way of doing things. And and uh, and and so, listen, Vic ain't changing. You know what you got. Mike should have known 100% what he was getting. The good with the bad. I, You know, everybody says all these nice things and strokes Vic Fangio out of this world for all the great stuff he's done. Top defense everywhere he's been. and And I get it. And he's got friends like uh, Ron Jaworski, uh, Jaws, it's, uh, now his mouthpiece, and has said a lot of nice things on his behalf. And But but here's what happens down here, and, and I don't buy it. And matter of fact, we didn't talk about it. And I've done radio where we did do it. I've done radio shows where everybody says, huh, I know one reason. Uh, we had Colin, we used to do Collins all the time. <laughs> we don't do him anymore. But we used to do call-in shows, and people would go, hey, yeah, I'll tell you the problem with the Dolphins. So Friday night, my wife and I were in uh, Miami last night, and 40 of the players are coming out of the clubs at 2 in the morning from a birthday party. And and uh, maybe if they would focus, instead of being out on a Friday night or Saturday night chasing women around, maybe if they'd focus and stay out of strip clubs. So So we went through that. We had guys call in. I, I still remember our starting corners. What was it? Sean Smith and uh, Sean Smith and I forgot the the two brothers that played. The, the one that g- called my grandma. I got to call my grandma. We traded. Vontae Davis. Yeah. So, so those guys were known strip club guys. Loved strip clubs. Were addicted to them. And I, and I knew it. Everybody knew it. And and so they were coming to work. And you know and. A little hungover and, you know, and good evening. I don't think these guys are doing that stuff, man. And, and again, I'm out of touch. I live in Davie. I, I'm not around. I'm not out like I used to be all the time. And uh, I've grown up is what I'm telling you. I've grown up. It took a little while, but I've grown up. Uh, so, I don't know, but for a guy that, that lives up there, like Jaws says, yeah, these guys, South Beach, are going to South Beach. I don't know, Woody. I don't believe these guys. I watch the way they take care of themselves and – They've changed their diets, and and they understand if they stay in good shape, they can make a lot of money. I just don't buy that the guys are going out all the time anymore. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't think so either, man. I, I know the South Beach is still there, and we go the Miami Dolphins, Hard Rock Stadium, 
next to South Beach. And, and no, no guys are much more concerned what yeah. they're putting in their bodies and all that stuff. Yeah, a lot I of agree. those guys probably don't drink during the season, to be honest with you. I think a lot of guys don't drink anymore. They understand. And the last thing they want to do is put poison in their body during the season, right? Well, because look, man, like, you know, there's there's a guy looking to take your job at every every step. That's the problem with that league. So so anyway, when I when I see Jaws and, and you know, and I know he's talking on behalf of his buddy, and he goes on uh, WIP um, Sports Radio up in Philly, a real popular station up there. Uh, say defensive players didn't want to work, didn't want to put in the time or effort, and they wanted to party all night and go to South Beach. And Vic's going, hey, guys, how about no South Beach tonight and putting in a little more time? And I was thinking, and again, and we had guys too that didn't want to put in any extra time. They were done. Coach goes, all right, we're done for the day. And, uh, you know, even though the coach says we're done for the day, we got assistant coaches going, hey, man, you want to stay around? I'll, I'll watch some stuff with you. Uh, I'll talk. We want to talk about some things that you can work on if you want to stay after practice. Uh, and we had our share of guys went. No, it's been a long enough day. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm heading home. Uh, it's three o'clock. I'm. I've been here long enough. Um, my mind is done. I don't want to watch an hour of extra film study, and and I don't want to be on the field like working on, you know, catching the ball on low catches. I, I, I don't want to I don't want to do that. No, I, I know I got a little problem with it, but I'll, I'll get the next one. So, um, so Jaws comes out with all this stuff and, you know, party at night. And, and like Vic, how, how the hell would Vic, <laughs> Vic Fangio, you think he's in touch with who's out drinking and who's not? And, hey, the only way I would know, well, alcohol will give it away if you're drinking hard liquor at night, but. I, I just, you know, and so now we got people going, hey, I guess you guys are partying pretty hard. And I go, listen, man, there's no question about it. Miami is a, is a party town. There is no question about it. There's a lot of different places to go to party. Some of the top nightclubs in the world are right here in South Florida. I think Liv was a top grossing nightclub for a long, long time. And, and and there's a bunch of those places that, that are down there. I don't even know the names of them. I get it. But for us to stereotype that like Tyreek gets together with Raheem Mostert and and Jalen Waddle, who, by the way, Jalen Waddle looks like nothing against Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle doesn't look like the kind of guy that knows where a club is. Nothing against him. But to stereotype every guy, you know, I don't know, man. I, I just... It's easy to say, too. I know stereotype, oh, Tyreek Hill, South Beach. And, and by the way, you, you wish everybody played like Tyreek Hill, who also won an award. Congratulations to, uh, to Tyreek. He and uh, Tua uh, got some nice awards yesterday. I saw Tua got the uh, Comeback Player of the Year award. So good for him. Played all 18 games by Sporting News. And, and Tyreek was named Offensive Player of the Year. So congratulations to uh, both those guys. And I know what you're saying right now. I know what you're saying. You're saying to yourself, well, that's great. When are we going to win a playoff game? And I, I got you. I, I, I got you. By the way, we do have more stuff to, to get to with, uh, with that. So we uh, want to make sure we, uh, we get to everything this morning. This is a huge, huge upcoming offseason for the front office. I mean – the biggest. We talked about the best roster in 20-plus years. It was. It was. It was one of the best. 
I know the guys got injured, but before all the guys were injured and you looked at that healthy roster in the first half of that season, whether they were winning or losing, it was the best roster put together through trades, free agency, and drafts that this team has had in, uh, in decades. It was. It just was. And I, and I know they didn't win a playoff game. But now you've got a lot of work to do this offseason to catch up to what you had last year. And some of those guys you were counting on are now really banged up. And you got the work that has to be done to get this team to where it was last year. You have no idea. And I know some guys are coming back and they're going to be healthy and You've got to make a lot of tough decisions. We're going to come back, and and uh, you're not going to want to miss that. We're going to talk a little bit about some of those people from the guys that uh, – I mean, Stephen Ross is just, just throwing money out like nobody's business as an owner. Uh, I just got to believe even Stephen Ross, as much as he likes Chris and all those guys, is going to want to see some return on his, on his money. And return is not guys that are leading in stats – but leading in wins and going deep into the playoffs. And, and that's that's where this thing is now, man. There's no hiding. Year two of All In is uh, officially started. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back in a moment. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. Happy Friday to everybody out there. Hopefully uh, everybody's getting a little time off to enjoy themselves a little bit this weekend before uh, getting all set up for uh, Super Bowl Sunday in uh, Las Vegas between... Kansas City and San Francisco. I have not been a believer in Kansas City. And I've had a lot of you go, Joe, you're making a big mistake. Patrick Mahomes is at a different level, and he'll do it again. And sure enough, that's a couple of impressive wins, what he did. Going to Buffalo and going to Baltimore and getting wins. Getting wins, and uh, that helps the resume, what uh, Patrick Mahomes has done for everybody who keeps track of the greatest and all that uh, stuff. So uh, we, we also got the last coaching vacancy taken. Dan Quinn to the Commanders, the Dallas Cowboys uh, defensive coordinator, um, gets that last job for with the Commanders, meaning Bill Belichick got shut out. Uh, boy, I'll tell you what. I watched uh, some guys on NFL Network. I watched some guys on ESPN. Said, now, they're never going to come back and say they were wrong. Oh, my God, Bill Belichick. People are going to be calling him. He, he did get calls. He got interviews. 
Atlanta gave him two interviews. Boy, did they really jerk him around. And uh, whatever was being said by Bill, who, who you know, I, first of all, he shows up at all these teams. He's got more everything than all of them do. He's beaten all those owners. Can you imagine a guy in Atlanta? Can you imagine that conversation? So, so what? What'd you think in the last quarter and a half? We were up by 200 points, and you came back and beat us. Yeah, yeah, you know, that would have been a strange one. But it was clear, like of all the surprises, it's not the guys that got the jobs. To me, it's the fact. And I thought somebody just wanted stability of a Bill Belichick running out and leading the team, and you know, had a resume. And I got to tell you that the follow-up to that is. I think a lot of people look at Bill Belichick and go, that thing was a lot more Tom Brady than we thought. You think that's the case, Woody? That that the Tom Brady and what he did going to Tampa Bay, the most impressive one is leaving and, and win a Super Bowl the next year with another team. That was 500 the year before with Jameis Winston. Yeah, we put together a good team there, though. No, they, they well, of course. Well, Tom, well, you think Tom still was very, go yeah, to a bad Still team? very, very impressive. Yeah. So I, I just look at this thing and, like, I was a little surprised Bill Belichick got shut out and so close, just 14. I'm not surprised whatsoever. but No? No, I told you from the beginning I'd be shocked if somebody took a swing and, and hiring him. I just think he's chasing a record. I don't think he's the kind of guy you want to bring into your organization. You know, well, I, I don't know. I just told you, I, I thought from the beginning I would be shocked if some team wanted so, him. I really thought at that he, age. I thought he and Robert Kraft would get it worked out. I didn't think he was going to leave New England. I thought Kraft was going to go. You know, I it looked good you breaking this record and being here, but all this losing, Bill, and the things dysfunctional. We have one of the worst rosters in football right now. You know, he's done now. By the way, I mean this is it. He'll never get another job now. Well, Jerry Jones said, "Hey, man, I take a look at him." No, he's finished. There is no way in a year from now. Another year goes by, teams are going to be like, oh, we need Bill Belichick. Well, he doesn't get younger. Another, yeah, another point. year yeah. older. He's finished, man. He might as well figure out his retirement plans and get you know used to being in second place because he's, he's finished. It is incredible. 14 wins short. Total wins of playoffs and regular season wins short of Don Shula. And you might be right. There's no way he gets a job now. And by the way, how do you feel now that all these teams, including teams that he's just hammered for years, all said, no, Bill, I think we're going to go a different direction with a guy that's never done it before, <laughs> but he interviewed really well. And he's willing to work with our general manager and player personnel and and uh, wants to work with the draft people, but, but doesn't want to just necessarily make all the decisions. The best part of this, I told you this yesterday, is the fact that the Falcons made him come in for his second interview. That's the best part of this whole thing. Like, hey, you know, you got to come back for another interview here. We need to know more about you, what don't you're you, all about. Don't you think I mean, everybody had even a pretty good, pretty good idea? Of what You would think after the first interview, yes. Yeah, yes, you, what, you would what think. he's about. And, and then the other part is w- with this whole thing with, with Bill Belichick. When did everybody decide how good? I, if, if one more writer out there tells me that Bill Belichick's going to be really good on one of these shows – on uh, like added to the Fox show or added to CBS or 
Like, what am I missing that all of a sudden he's going to get a personality of some kind and be able to say stuff on one of those shows? What what am I missing? I haven't heard him do one interview. Like, yeah, well, the last few years he's just been miserable because he's been getting his ass kicked. But, like, the guy's never happy. And uh, to the point, I got to tell you, getting back in this circle around to Tom Brady's father, if you missed it, uh, the father goat. Uh, Tom Brady Sr. has uh, come out and just said Bill Belichick's a great coach and said all that nice stuff, but he also he took some pretty good shots at it and kind of threw Robert Kraft under the bus That on that celebration where they had Tom Brady come back and the place is going nuts. Uh, Robert Kraft goes over to Sr. and says, we, we made a mistake on your son. And then he couldn't leave it alone, and he says – Bill Belichick told me he had nothing left. <laughs> and you know, see, you're like, he told me he had nothing left. I didn't expect he was going to throw 40-plus touchdown passes in two of the next three years and win a Super Bowl and win more playoff games than we did. I didn't realize that. So, uh, yeah. I, I, You know, I always wonder about relationships. I, I do, and, and Tom and and Bill will go down as quarterback and head coach. One of the best combinations, if not the best combination of all time. But saying that, Woody, do they like each other? <coughs> do they really like each other? I'm guessing they don't like each other. There's probably some respect No, there, there is but, respect because yeah. Tom came out and said, Coach, you were the best. You got me to play my best and all those great things. I think things. The, the most telling thing was the way Tom started to act when he got to, to Tampa. He was a different person. Yes, he was. He was a completely different person. Like he was basically, it sounded like he was like in lockdown while he was up there. He comes well, he to Tampa, was. and it's all all of a sudden he's got a personality. He's fun, you know, likable dude. Like, yeah, man, I, I've never been a big you know Belichick fan. No, as, no, as I you know. know as, no, no, as, no, you know. no. He's hard to he's hard to he's hard to like. Yeah, there's not much to like about that guy. You know the the thing, and you know and. Uh... No, I'm not going to get into that, and you know, he just it, it was. He's very disrespectful to the media, though, which would be very ironic if he ends up being one of the media members. It's you're right on TV for talking. a guy that he truly, was so disrespectful to yeah, those guys for so for many years, making their jobs tough. Like it, look, it's their job to ask those questions, and a coach should be respectful enough to realize that, that everyone's doing their their part, right? Yeah, you know, you don't have to be a jerk every single time, like well. The quarterback thing, as soon as that quarterback thing with Mac Jones started to head south and he wasn't going to be the next Tom Brady. And I don't know if he had a chance with what he had around him. Some people said nobody could get it done with that group. And, and again, I, I don't know. All I know is two offensive coordinators basically gave up on him, right, including a guy that's a considered to be a pretty respected coordinator. Was it Bill O'Brien? Pr- pretty damn good. And uh, he put him on the bench. Now, I don't know if Belichick was behind that or, or not, but uh, that didn't work. So, uh, we got a, a lot of stuff. Dave Hyde is going to join us from the Sun Sentinel. Uh, we're going to talk to him early in the 7 o'clock hour. And we're going to get into some of this, this, this Dolphin stuff. And looking for a defensive coordinator. And, and I got to tell you, man, last year this thing was kind of all set up. And then they, they got the final piece with Jalen uh, coming in here, Ramsey, um, as a corner, and you're like, oh, my God, I wasn't expecting that. And 
you know, set his contract up and you were going, man, that might be the final piece. This thing looks can be really, really good on. And uh, you looked at it. and uh, But I got to tell you, man, this this thing, this thing needs a lot of work. And again, uh, some key guys are injured right now, and probably won't be ready for the start of the season, as in your two pass rushers on the outside. Um, the Christian Wilkins and Robert Hunt, uh, two of the top free agents in the NFL. Um, Going to cost you some money. Everybody knows that Christian's probably a 20-plus million defensive tackle. And Robert Hunt's 14 to 15 a year, probably right guard. Two young guys still. And you got a couple of picks. You got to get you got to get rid of some guys to free up some money if you are going to upgrade things. Um, and I got to believe that Stephen Ross, as much as he likes everybody and he's got a great relationship with Chris Greer and Brandon Shore and and all those guys making all the decisions that do this for a living every day, <clears throat> he's going to want to see more than just wins. He's going to want to see this team compete in the playoffs. And um, this is a big year, man, because this thing after this year is going to get even more expensive with with a lot of guys. Uh, so so this this off season for Chris, for a lot of guys that work next to that coaching staff, this is a big big year to get this thing figured out, upgraded, get the right defensive system. Who are you going to pay the money to? Who are you going to let go? Uh, it's going to be a busy one, and uh, you haven't had a lot of draft picks, and so you haven't done well with your drafts the last couple years because you don't have that many guys short of A-Chan on the outside who had a great year as a third-round pick out of Texas A&M. I don't see how you can do anything but take these draft picks and use them, and you got to hit on them. There's pressure to hit on them, and we got to get something out of Cam Smith. This can't end up being an Iggy. Igben Ogany. This just can't be. Cam Smith needs to be the guy that he's going around telling everybody he is. He he needs to come back and, and be a starting corner, basically. So uh I'm really curious to see, but but I will tell you, man, sitting back and looking at who you have and what they make and and who you don't have because they're injured and how long till they're coming back. When will they be at 100% playing the way they did at their peak this year? Uh, there is a lot of work to do, more than usual, for this Miami Dolphin roster. And, of course, the Tua decision and how you're going to treat that. All that stuff. So uh, we'll break all that stuff down and uh, talk to about relationships and all stuff. You know, Dave Hyde's really good at relationships. That That's his thing, man. He's, he's really good at those things. Anyway. We got to go to break. We'll uh, we'll get to a lot more stuff, but first, I do want to take a second this morning, uh, especially with this great weather, is for you to get out and enjoy your South Florida Chevy dealer. I hope you're able to do it, because man, it's never looked better than what South Florida Chevy dealers have right now, especially in the SUV family. The big boys, the Suburbans and Tahoes, have got a brand new look, and have added more space to them for you and the family. To really enjoy yourself. I know a lot of people now are spending a lot more time on vacations and doing it with SUVs. It's hard to beat a Suburban in a Tahoe. Right down to the Traverse, our midsize SUV, but it doesn't feel like a midsize because it's got so much space to it. And, and the Trailblazer, an Equinox and a Blazer. Just had a Blazer for a week. Wow. Fun to drive and so much space. 
What a great look and uh, a lot of cool things going on. So much style and substance that you and your family will really enjoy. Right over to Silverado Trucks. And I always tell everybody this when it comes to a strong, durable Silverado truck. They feel like they've custom designed a Silverado truck that's absolutely perfect for your lifestyle. Whether it's a full-time working truck, that's how you make a living five, six, seven days a week out of the back of that truck to still needing a family truck, still need that extra space to get the kids around. Well, we got them. We got them all for you. New and used. It's never looked better with convenient locations all over South Florida for you, Dade Broward, even Monroe County. So this weekend, get out, take some test drives, and fall in love at your South Florida Chevy dealer. All right, let's check in on your weather. It's brought to you by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Free consultations at uh, 24-7 at 866-954-MORE. It is 59 degrees. Uh, sun's not out yet, but it will be. There's uh, no rain in the forecast. Another beautiful day here, Joe. Man, the weather has been fantastic. It really, really has been. Looking forward to uh, being Get your back walks here. in outside? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No more walking for you. Big, uh. Yeah, big weekend coming up. No plans, but but big, real big. No plans? That's good, though, right? Uh, I got a sick wife at home. She's, uh, uh, yeah. You going to bring her some soup? Hacking it up last night, man. Yeah, well, you bring you brought the I know, the no, KC no, flu. I got to, I got to, the KC flu is just, won't go away. Whatever <laughs> that cold stuff's up there, going huh? on. Oh, boy. Apparently, older people should not be in that weather. <laughs> Apparently, older people should not be in that weather for sure all right so a um, lot of news congratulations to bam bam Adebayo, an nba all-star again for him and uh so so good stuff last night on tnt show when uh they were putting the reserves in there good stuff and chris shula so i'm not sure if chris shula came down here and did the interview or before he left from la to do the interview uh and that would be don shula's grandson david's shula's son for the defensive coordinator job, Sean McVay said, no, 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 no. You're not going anywhere. You're going to be the defensive coordinator here. So uh looks like Chris Shula will uh, get his first shot at uh, being a defensive coordinator at age 37. Grew up down here, obviously, in, in South Florida, but will be staying with the Rams. So if you didn't hear that last night, congratulations to Dan Quinn. I, I guess congratulations. The commanders are going to get this thing figured out. I'm guessing they're going to get one of those top quarterbacks. Anyway, um, so Dan Quinn gets the commander's job, and that's it. Bill Belichick got shut out. I um, mm, went with a lot of lot of first timers, and uh, I didn't know. I didn't know if a lot of those guys would trust it. And you never know how anybody interviews and. Even trying to figure out how a guy with uh, a resume of Bill Belichick, how's the guy interview when he sits down? Is he is he nice about it, or does he act like, why are you even making this decision? <laughs> how would you know? I, I it, it, it is very. I just don't see a warm, fuzzy Bill Belichick, and I know Jimmy Johnson knows him differently, and some other guys have have gotten to know him through the years differently, and he's got a different relationship with Helicopter Man up in. Jupiter, Nick Saban, but uh, it's uh, it, it's going to be interesting. And if he gets one of those TV jobs, I'm guessing people are going to call him, right? Bill Belichick, I'm curious to see it. I don't think he'd be very good because he doesn't like doing that stuff. I always love when I know you can tell when somebody comes out 
and wants nothing to do with the media. Like, like they how put, many people outside of his market like him though? That's the thing. I think there's great. I'm respect guessing people for, up there like him. You know, I think he there's brought them a lot of championships. Yeah, but great respect for what he's. But done. how many people outside of that market want to hear from Bill Belichick? But again, you know he's in he's in a special club. He's done special things that nobody else has done. It just has. And I don't care who you who you worked with. It's your quarterback or your team. He he's right there, man. He's won a lot of games. Just a few short of having. Every friggin' record, if he's able to get that last 14 wins um, from Don Shula and uh, being an all-timer. So, uh, strange, but you, you, I don't think he'd be very good. I, You know, all those other guys, they bring something to the table that are there that obviously enjoy doing it. And I'm not saying they all say stuff every week and go, wow, I can't believe he said that, but it just – it would be the ultimate of being a phony, and I'm pretty good phony, but wouldn't that rank right up there, Woody, if he took one of those jobs and all of a sudden? And by the way, saying that, I got I got to take one back. I thought Belichick was really good when they did the Top 100 show on NFL Network, and he did a segment there and was there with a lot of the players who were on it. I thought that was, that was unbelievable. I thought it was great, and he was a big part of it, and I was actually shocked that he was involved. As much as he did. I just did not see him getting involved with the top 100 players of all time. But that show was really good. I got to give him credit. That was really good. He had some of the players on and talked about it. And, you know, he coached Lawrence Taylor, um, one of the great, if not the greatest defensive player to ever play in the NFL. So so he, he's had some – coached a lot of great players through the years and is up there with, you know, Tom Brady and stuff. So all that stuff was – was pretty good, but uh, man, it's weird. Bill Belichick got shut out. Eight jobs. He went zero for eight. Now, probably some of those some of those jobs weren't up, and some of them didn't want. He he may not have wanted anything to do with some of those jobs. But boy, seeing that happen. So we uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to here. Congratulations to Tua Tungavailoa. Always a day that Tua's name gets mentioned on talk radio, especially here. Named the Comeback Player of the Year by Sporting News. 18 games started, 29 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. You know the whole thing. And uh, so he gets that. And Offensive Player of the Year, Tyreek Hill. Now, I don't know, you know, if any of the quarterbacks get that award, but Offensive Player of the Year, 119 catches, uh, one yard short of 1,800 yards and 13 touchdowns. Obviously, was banged up at the end of the year and actually missed one game. I can't remember what game did he miss. He missed a Buffalo game, would he? Was it the Buffalo game he missed or maybe the – I can't remember now which which game he missed. Was it Dallas? I, I can't remember, but I know he was one game he ended up not playing. But uh, congratulations to him and, and the all-pro team of Raheem Mostert and Tyreek Hill. So we had a lot of guys get a lot of awards, man. We just didn't win a playoff game, that's all. I'm a I'm a really wrapped Those up. Those awards just you know, rub it in, man, that we didn't win a game. Right with was because they they're meaningless awards, right? I, who are these from? The Sporting News, you said. Yeah, I mean it's still mm-hmm. voted on, I believe, by the coaches of other teams. That doesn't count, by the way, for my bet for Tyreek to win league MVP. That doesn't count, right? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, Woody. That's a great question. When 
when you're waiting on those awards, which one is it? Because Well, no, got... the problem is obviously Tyreek lost, not even a finalist for MVP, but my bet is still sitting there. I'm waiting to get the, uh, the tickets settled up here. I, I will say this, though. It was, it was a fun year. I don't want to take away from some of the great performances from Raheem Mostert and Tyreek Hill and um, the pass rush. And by the way, uh, speaking of that pass rush, we'll talk to Dave Hyde about this now. So we went from super aggressive Brian Flores, right? Nobody was like, zero, bl- zero blitz, here we come. Nobody in the middle of the field. We're bringing everybody, and we're going to cover you as long as we can. Good luck. And we had some pretty good success with that. We, you know, knocking quarterbacks down and, and uh, putting pressure on them. And then you went to a guy that didn't like to blitz. Texter helped us, by the way. It was a Jets game that he missed. Thank you. I didn't realize what game that was. I got KC flu brain right now. Oh, you'll be fine, man. We got three hours. You're you're fine. (laughs) I know I'll be fine. You'll be fine. We'll get you a little sleep this weekend. No, we got a big game tomorrow. Miami, Virginia Tech. All right, so you... Big game tomorrow. Don't be hacking on the air. Got to get a W, man. Don't be hacking on the air. We got to start getting some wins. Canes hoops. I start racking up some wins. I think we put a whammy on him from talking about how good coach was early in the season, and all of a sudden, uh, I don't think it was us, but uh, they're they're it's been an up and down season. They're dealing with some injuries, which they didn't last year. No, they did not. But just because you bring in some guys, man, there's never a guarantee in any sport till they play together that the thing just automatically works. Where you go, wow, we look so much better on paper with the guys we have this year over last year. And then the health factor that you mentioned. And then sometimes guys just don't play well together. We're still trying to figure out if Bam, Tyler, and Jimmy can play together. With Rozier now there. Can they make it work? Can And the guy that's got to find his way, and everybody put a, a, a positive spin, Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero didn't come here to take nine or ten shots. He didn't resign. I am I'm curious to see how this plays out once those guys get. And again, there's just no guarantee. Just because you go out and sign all these players and this guy and that guy, um, sometimes it just doesn't work out. And, you know, you can't control the injury part of this thing. All right, we've got seven o'clock hour coming up. A lot of stuff to get to here. Dave Hyde going to join us about 20 minutes away. We'll, we'll talk to Dave and and get into uh, – Dave's been a little critical of uh, some of the stuff the Miami Dolphins are doing. He's getting old. He's getting older and hasn't seen it for a while. So he's not grumpy, though. So is Dave – you threw, you threw old in there. He's not, he's not grumpy. So let me he's ask you. I was going to ask you, is Dave no. Hyde a grumpy guy? No. Dave's cool. Dave's, like, cool with the younger crowd, too. People like Dave. I think Dave's a nice guy, yeah. Yeah, people like he's not grumpy. Like Fangio, like you see his face. He's got a very punchable face, but like it's just he's always angry. That's his personality. Yeah, but it's just like he just sits there like they – first of all, shame on CBS for putting a camera in there right in front of the guy's face. That's what they do. Oh, you know, he's not a guy who should be on camera. They want to get a reaction of guys when they make good calls or bad calls to see – Hey, go up to a shot of Vic. He's not happy right now. I mean, that, that's... That guy who pitched a shutout, he'd be pissed. I don't know. Come on, man. Now listen to you. All right, we got to go to break here before we... Woody gets going on him now. I want to talk to you about Atlantic Men's Clinic. It's Friday, and if you're dragging ass or dragging rear end, I don't want it to happen anymore. If you've got low T, I want you to go take care of Atlantic Men's Clinic. I do. 
If you've got low T, it's a low T day to go and do. Finally, finally you've been talking about it. I know my energy level. Everybody tells me I've been really moody and I'm taking naps more than usual. And and the sex drive is gone. And my wife said, is everything okay? And you're like, well, you know, I'm just, I'm just getting older. I'm getting tired. I got a lot on my mind. Not sleeping well. I wake up when I do sleep well. And I'm still tired. I don't want to go out tonight. Maybe tomorrow night. Boy, if you're going through any of that stuff, and it sounds like you, and you're getting called a grumpy old man, Atlantic Men's Clinic can turn back the clock. There's a really good chance you have low T, and because of that, we got Atlantic Men's Clinic with six locations throughout South Florida for you to have a great experience. There's no need to wait any longer. Set up an appointment, go down, find out you have low T, and then let's take care of it within a few weeks. How would you like to have energy and feel like you haven't in a long, long time. That's what's going to happen. Your initial visit includes medical consultation, a T and a PSA test. Mention my name, Joe Rose, that I sent you, and your initial consultation is free. With six locations, you've got one close to you. I go to the plantation location every Friday. Call them today, 877-455-7300. Find out what they can do for you, 877-455-7300, or visit AtlanticMensClinic.com. Get started today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.